دع الأيام تفعل ما تشاء وطب نفسا إذا حكم القضاء ولا تجزع لحادثة الليالي فما لحوادث الدنيا بقاء السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول
Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Him and we seek His help and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our souls and the consequences of our actions. Indeed, whomever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whomever Allah chooses to misguide, none can guide him to the straight path. I bear witness and I testify that there is no deity worthy of worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I bear witness and I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his final prophet and his most perfect worshipper. As to what follows, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us to be conscious of him when he says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. Brothers and sisters in Islam, in today's khutbah, we will look at Surah Al-Isra, verse 53. And Surah Al-Isra is a very early Meccan Surah. And in verse 53, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And tell my servants to always speak the best of all speech. Verily, shaytan causes enemy, enmity and animosity between them. Know that shaytan is an open enemy to mankind. Dear Muslims, we are all aware that of the greatest blessings that Allah bestowed upon mankind is the blessing of speech, the blessing of tongue, the blessing of being able to communicate our thoughts, our desires, our fears, our hopes, our aspirations. And that is why Allah mentions this as one of His greatest blessings to mankind. We are the species of bayan, eloquent speech. No other species has been given eloquent speech. And Allah says in the Quran when He created Adam, Adam He taught Adam how to speak. The, the gift of speech was divinely bestowed upon Adam. But you see, with that gift, and with that blessing, and with that privilege, comes responsibility. It is true that Allah blessed us with the tongue, and with tongue He blessed us speech. But with that blessing also comes responsibility. And our religion tells us in verse after verse, and our Prophet ﷺ tells us in numerous ahadith to monitor what we say. To take account of the words that are expressed, of the sounds that emanate from our mouths. It's not a trivial matter. It is not a trivial matter. And in this verse, Allah gives us one of these beautiful commandments. Say to my servants to always speak the best of all speech. This verse has a revelation, a cause of revelation. Umar ibn al-Khattar radiallahu anhu, and we all know Umar and the strength of Umar and the ferocity of Umar, and yes, even the temper of Umar. We all know this, radiallahu anhu. Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiallahu anhu, this is in early Mecca when he just embraced Islam. Somebody came and cursed him and his faith. Umar, radiallahu anhu, became so angry 
that he let loose his tongue upon this mushrik. A series of vulgarities and this and that. At this, Allah revealed Surah Al-Isra, verse 53. And this verse has so many benefits, we'll summarize them. First and foremost, Allah says to the Prophet wasallam, وَقُلْ You tell my servants. There are some commandments that Allah says directly, أَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ آتُ الزَّكَاةَ And there's a smaller amount that Allah instructs the Prophet to tell us, thus signifying that both Allah and His Messenger are commanding to this. There are some commandments that Allah instructs the Prophet to tell us, and these are added in their honor, in their nobility, that Allah is commanding the Nabi to tell us. So this is one of those commands. And say, Ya Rasulullah, to my servants, another point of benefit here. وَقُلْ لِعِبَادِي If you want to be a servant of Allah, if you want to have the honorific title of ibad, which is an honor, to be called ibad is the highest honor that a created being can be in front of Allah. وَعِبَادُ Rahman. If you want to get to that status, then you have to follow some protocols. So say to those who wish to be of my servants, وَقُلْ لِعِبَادِي also notice Allah ascribes this to Himself, my servants. What an honor that Allah is saying these are my people. What an honor that Allah is speaking in the first person. Allah is saying these are my worshippers. These are my makhluk that I have honored. ibadi. Allah is speaking on the tongue of the messenger and He is saying these are my chosen servants. Don't you want to be in that category? Don't you want to be in that category that Allah is boasting and saying, these are my ibad. Ya Umar ibn al-Khattab, don't respond like this. You are my ibad. You, Abu Bakr, the elite of the Sahaba. You cannot go to this level. You cannot respond to this man in that vulgarity. Say to my chosen servants that they should always speak. Not Hassan, Ahsan. Hasan means good, speak good. That's not what Allah says. Allah says Ahsan. And Ahsan means the most beneficial, the most beautiful. Hasna in Arabic is beauty. The lady is called Hasna. And Ahsan, it is the most beautiful, the highest, the superlative we call it. Speak in a speech that cannot be more beautiful, that cannot be more kind, that cannot be more gracious, more generous. Choose the words that you cannot think of something better than them. Allah commands us to always speak the best and the most kind and the most beautiful words in any situation. This is the default. This is the norm. All too often, we love to quote exceptions. And of course, every rule has exceptions. Of course, every rule has exceptions. But why do we always want to find the exceptions? Let us remind ourselves the default, the norm, is we respond to vulgarities with kindness. We respond to evil with beauty. We respond to coarse language with beautiful language. Notice as well that Allah didn't say only amongst the believers. And the verse was revealed as a response to a pagan, an idol worshiper, cursing Umar ibn Khattab and cursing the faith of Islam. And still Allah Azza wa Jal says, don't stoop to his level, Ya Umar. You are from my servants. Don't respond to that man with such language. Speak the best of speech. If this is the case with a pagan, 
then what do you think between our fellow Muslims when they're not even cursing Billah the religion, they're saying something's going to hurt you. If this is the case of Umar al-Khattab and an idol worshipper, then what do you think of you and your brother in Islam who might have said something vague, might have given a slightly sarcastic comment? What do you think should be the response and your response? If this is the case with a pagan, what do you think your response should be with your kith and kin? What do you think your response should be with your life partner and the mother of your children? What do you think your response should be with your own parents and your own sons and daughters? Dear Muslims, monitor your tongue, control your anger, respond to negativity with positive. Do not respond in kind. You want to be of the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then notice in this very verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala immediately says something that at first glance does not make sense. The linkage, inna shaytana yanzahu baynahum. Shaytan loves to tear apart any ties between them. Nazagha in Arabic means to break the bonds. Nazagha means to bring hatred between two people. Now, what has shaytan causing hatred have anything to do with your tongue? The answer is self-evident. Allah is telling us, the number one mechanism to break the bonds of kinship is the tongue. The number one mechanism to bring about hatred and animosity between any two people is the tongue. And shaitan will utilize what you say to break the bonds even more. And shaitan loves that. He's just waiting for you to slip a little and he will take your slip and make it much worse than it needs to be. But you're the one that gave him that opportunity. So do not give shaitan that opportunity. Why? Don't you know shaitan is your open enemy? He is waiting for you to cause any word to come that he can then use to break the bonds of the Muslim brotherhood, of the ummah, of the ties between the husband and wife, mother and son, and, and daughter and, and mother. You want to break those ties, you're going to say some nasty words. Shaitan's going to come and put it in your heart. Do not give that fuel to shaitan. So in this beautiful verse, dear Muslims, we are instructed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are instructed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to think carefully and to choose our speech that is the kindest and the best and the most gentle and the most beautiful even in response to that which is not kind and not nice and even if the one doing that is not a Muslim so how much more so when it is coming within our faith dear Muslims a man came to the Prophet sallallahu and he said what is going to be the number one cause that people go to Jahannam and our Prophet sallallahu pointed to his tongue and he said the effects of the tongue the effects of the tongue and the Prophet also told us that a man utters a word he doesn't even think much about it but because of the effects of that word he will fall into Jahannam and another says another word and he doesn't realize how positive it is the good image it gives and because of it he will enter into Jannah monitor your words dear Muslims monitor what you say monitor your responses when you are angry if you wish to be of the ibad of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah bless me and you with and through the Quran and may he make us of those who its verses they understand and implement his halal and haram throughout our lifespan I ask Allah's forgiveness you as well ask him for he is the ghafoor and the rahman <clears throat> Alhamdulillah, all praises due to Allah, the one and the unique. 
He alone do we worship, and it is His help that we seek. He is the one who responds to the one in distress and answers the dua of the weak. In Surah Qaf, we all are aware that Allah tells us we have two angels that are put to monitor us. Notice, when Allah says to monitor us, what do they primarily monitor? Allah could have said they write your actions down and that would have been legitimate. But to emphasize that of your actions, there's one that is really, it takes the lion's share. مَا يَلْفِذُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ Allah could have said, no action that he does, no foot does he raise, no hand does he lift, no finger does he lift. But no, Allah says, no word does he utter. To emphasize that this is the primary cause of us rising up or falling down. Not a word does he utter except that angels are going to write down, monitoring what he says. Dear Muslims, we are living at a time when, subhanAllah, we have even forgotten what it means to be kind and to be generous, where the default is to be strangers even to our brethren in faith. Our religion teaches us to respond to evil with kindness. And especially, as I mentioned, within our families, within our kith and kin, we are all under lockdown, dear Muslims. We're all living with our families. And because of this, it's easier for tensions to rise. It's easier for problems to happen. We, before the COVID crisis, we could go out and there would be a little bit of separation. Now we are under lockdown and it's only natural. Shaitan is going to try to cause tensions to increase. And it's also, you know, human reality. The more you interact, the more causes come for tension. Therefore, it is so important that we all understand the Quranic commandment to control our tongue and the prophetic traditions to respond to evil with kindness. And there are some practical tips that I give myself and all of you. First and foremost, dear servants, first and foremost, ask yourself, do I want to be of the Ibadur Rahman? Do I want to be of the chosen servants of Allah? And if the answer to this is yes, which inshallah it is, then Allah tells us, وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانِ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنَا وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِرُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا The servants of Ar-Rahman, they walk the earth with humility. And when somebody is rough to them, and he's jahil to them, they respond, salam. The number one characteristic of Ibadur Ar-Rahman in this verse, and in Surah Al-Isra that I just quoted you, is to control the tongue and to not be harsh and vulgar. So if you want to be from the Ibadur Rahman, control your tongue. Also, our Prophet said that the closest of all of you to me on the Day of Judgment and in Jannah will be those that have the best of manners. And he told us that, do you want me to tell you who are the people of Jahannam? They are the ones whose tongues are always vulgar. Al-Mutafayhiqoon, Al-Mutashaddiqoon, their tongues are always vulgar and nasty. We don't want to be amongst them. Dear Muslims, if you want to control your tongue, think of the Qantara, think of that station right before Jannah, where every single statement that you said will be accounted for. And if you have hurt somebody, or backbitten somebody, or done something that is unjust, Allah will take your good deeds and give it to that person. Why would you want to give your hard-earned good deeds to anybody? On the contrary, when somebody says something nasty, expect Allah to reward you in the Qantara. Expect 
respect Allah. The reward is from Allah, not from that person. Be quiet and realize. And with this I conclude that once in the beautiful hadith, Abu Bakr as-Siddiq was sitting in the masjid. Our Prophet was there watching and a man came for, for personal reason, money issues, whatever. He became irritated with Abu Bakr as-Siddiq and then he said something nasty and he get, kept on getting angry about returning the debt, whatever it might be, until finally Abu Bakr as-Siddiq became irritated and then he responded back. The Prophet wasallam said to Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, Ya Abu Bakr, when you were quiet, when you had that dignity, when you didn't respond, Allah had sent an angel to respond on your behalf. The minute you opened your mouth, the angel left. We want to be in the company of angels. Angels can defend me and you better than I can defend myself and you can defend yourself. The next time somebody says something mean or nasty, the next time you hear a negative statement, remember all of these things and respond in the best manner so that insha'Allah ta'ala, we can be of the Ibadur Rahman and we can be of the people of Jannah and we can be in the company of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and we can get the highest levels of Jannah. Allahumma inni da'in fa'aminu. Allahumma la tad'a fi hadhan yawmi dhamman illa ghafarta wala hamman illa farrajta wala daynan illa qadayta wala maridhan illa shafayta. Allahumma aghfil lana wa li ikhwanina ladhina sabakuna bil iman wala taj'a fi qulubina ghinla للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف الرحيم اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بسوء فاشغله بنفسه واجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكة قدسه وثلث بكم أيها المؤنن من جنه وإنسه وقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وأنعم على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزد لكم ولا ذكر الله تعالى أكبر وأقم الصلاة يا من أجبت دعاء نوح فانتصر وحملته في فلكك المشحون يا من أحال النار حول خليله روحا وريحانا بقولك كون